Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. My name is Zach. And I'm David. And this is the Internet's premier Star Trek fan podcast. Woo! We tackle Star Trek, Stardate by Stardate. Yes, and sir. Uh, we're back in it from P- Picard, and we're, uh, we're doing Enterprise. And uh, you can catch us on all major podcasting platforms. You can send us an email at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. You can like, subscribe, and or review, and we'll send you a sweet sticker. And they're dope. dope. Yes, they are. And you can send us a buck or two if you like what you hear at patreon.com slash the star companion. Yep. Um, What episode are we doing here today, Jeff Farmer? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Enterprise Season 3, Episode 13, Proving Ground. Do we have a star date on this bad We do, my man. It's star date 1206215.3. Wow. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> we finally got a star date. Um, we're in the Delphic Expanse still. And uh, on today's episode... Today. Uh, we get... That's right, David. Strand's back. <laughs> That's right. Jeffrey Combs. It's like I knew he, he was wait. coming back. He couldn't wait. No, I couldn't let you set it up. <laughs> well, I was going to start with uh, that recap was hot. That was one hell of a recap. We've really had a lot going on in this season, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, no, they had to relay, you know, because the last, like, few episodes... Oh, you can move that box down. I'm That's sorry. Okay. No, no. The last few episodes have been uh, much ado about... Nada? Nada. Nepente? La Serena. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we're back at it with this fucking Zindi arc. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're um, we're in the, the heat of it all. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> and our our blue boy, Short, our blue skin's back. Shortly after the recap, our boy Shran shows up, and he boy is he is he saucy to his crew. <laughs> so I'd like to <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. 
Get into it. Well, uh, why is he saucy? Well, he he's kind of given his lieutenant a rough time. He's, he says, uh, "You scared of the expanse, you little blue bitch? <laughs> what are you, a Vulcan?" <laughs> yeah, he says, "I'd expect that from a Vulcan, not from a member of the Imperial Guards." Like, Typical humanoid arrogance. Um, on, on the topic of Jeffrey Combs, which mm-hmm. I know you've been dying to talk about, I have. Um, we can get Reanimator on Amazon. Are we still talking about this? <laughs> I just thought this would never happen. Uh, no, we're totally going to watch it. Apparently, there's Bride of Reanimator, and there's, like, Reanimator's son and shit. Oh. He's in a lot of horror movies. Horror. I was looking him up. I love him. As if I don't do that, you know, <laughs> daily. <laughs> what? Zach, Google. This is his favorite people. What's Jeffrey Combs up to? Um, George Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. He's Scott not Dracula. Yeah, these are all my favorite people. <laughs> Michael Dorn. Michael Dorn. You know he went to uh, Pasadena City College? I did. You told me that, yeah. Yeah. I think that might have happened live on some episode. And if you're interested in another episode, you can check out Voxala. First up. Just find it. <laughs> it's one of those older episodes. You have to go back to our catalog and find it. The uh, onus is on you now. <laughs> I really enjoy when um so th- they they they've they're going to find this fucking weapon and uh they need to go through some anomalies and dad literally goes Travis take us in and comply and then do nothing else. <laughs> do not talk to the camera. I love you harping on Travis. He really is a y- useless character now. He's the helmsman. Mhm. You know. I care about him more, though, I will say, than uh, a certain Wesley. Wesley. Wesley, no. <clears throat> they uh, they head towards some anonymies, or ano- An- anonymies. Anemies? Anemies. Sea anemies. Anomalies. And uh, T'Pol says, uh, Hoshi and I have been able to retrieve about 30% of the data that was dragged into the recycle bin. In a redundant yeah. data core, Yeah. <laughs> He only dragged it into the recycle bin. He didn't press delete. How or funny empty. would that have been if he just saw him go like with a mouse and just like drop it into a recycle bin? Um, yeah. As they approach the anomaly, they 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 miscalculate a little bit, and uh, this wave goes through Enterprise. And you know it's serious when someone gets thrown over a balcony. Yeah, when one dude fucking launches himself over a railing. <laughs> The stunt guy on that one. Can you imagine? Okay, look. We need you to pretend that something's coming, and yeah. it's going to come and hit you in three, two, one. Rah! And then he jumps over. I thought he looked like Trip for a second. I was like, oh, fuck. Is Trip going to go over another balcony? They're killing him again. <laughs> um, and as they're, the anomaly is beating up Enterprise, all of a sudden, out of, out of, the, out of the dark, appears a ship. Uh-oh. And the ship gets him into a tractor beam and, and pulls him out they hail enterprise yeah. who is it who is it and archer says on screen and right as he does that the little blue ears peek yeah. out over archer's head you're welcome he says you've gotten yourself into look at the trouble you've gotten yourself into look at the trouble you've gotten your pink skin into this time it's been a long road yep, <laughs> yep. And then they bring Tran aboard, and he looks at uh, to Paul, and he goes, "What happened to your uniform, Sub Commander?" Finally, somebody addresses the elephant in the room. <laughs> we needed you to look more like Troy. 
By the way, can we, can we just talk about the fact that that was her Vulcan uniform before, the cat suit? The pajamas? <laughs> the cat woman suit? The, like the, the crushed velvet? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, Paul says, I neither like nor dislike Andorians. And, he, and Dad says, I think you can trust Commander Shran. And you're goddamn right. Put some yeah. respect on his name. There you go. That's David's new thing, by the way. Meanwhile, David is putting spec on people's names. <laughs> also, meanwhile, in engineering or uh, defense or security, whatever, mm-hmm. Reed starts getting armory. On, armory. Reed starts getting on with a little lieutenant, and yeah. it's look like look, looks like he's poised to get some blue space poon. It looked like he was going to intergalactically coxman his way into that blue one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they're humans because you can see right at their eyelids they couldn't put blue on their eyelids. <laughs> right. Which, it bleeds through. So funny. Well, and also if you look, some of them, their eyes are red. The actors. Yeah. Because I'm sure some of that blue shit gets in their eyes. Oh, totally. The <laughs> 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 love the pre-CGI people era. And if you if you watch Shran throughout the episode... His shade of blue gets progressively lighter. Did <laughs> yeah. you see that? Yeah. <laughs> it's a long day of filming. <laughs> you know, I want to see a... Uh... Oh, they forgot to apply a new coat to him. <laughs> so it just wears off. I imagined Shran sitting on a... Or Comb sitting on a chair, you know, in all mm-hmm. blue, drinking a Capri Sun, eating a sandwich. <laughs> Going over his lines. Yeah. Ex- hairstylist. Ex- exactly. You know, talking about Bikini Atoll. What's... Mm-hmm. You don't know Bikini Atoll blue skin? <laughs> I'd rather go to no Bikini Atoll. Oh. Yeah. I believe that's from Popeye. Oh. Or an old cartoon. Yeah. They go to a place called No Bikini Atoll. Get it? <laughs> I get it. You know, and, and, and getting that really reminds me that no great uh, victory comes without sacrifice. <laughs> Your victory comes with my sacrifice. Bad <laughs> joke. I just jump on that sword. What? With the bad <laughs> joke, I mean. Yeah, no, I yeah. get it. I get it. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, Shran uh, confronts Trip and says, hey, I'm sorry about that sister that you lost. You know, I'm, I lost her brother, too. I got family that died. They really relate. And uh, Shran's really just becoming a little cutie pie. Yeah, he cares. He does. You know, even when... He gets told to do something awful. Yes. But we'll get there. We'll get there. So the plot of the of the episode finally unfolds. It the the Zindi are testing the weapon on a moon and uh thanks to the Andorians helps help the helps. the Enterprise is able to do some repairs on their ship and they're they're able to find out where the Zindi are holding this test. So they both Shit. they wander over there and uh Jeffrey Combs, or Shran, offers to go and confront the Zindi. One and the same. Yeah, and find out what they're doing. And uh, Zindi, or, God, I'm getting all my names (laughs) wrong. Uh, Shran uses the old, we're looking for Archerite trick. And approaches the Zindi as they're firing their weapons. Says, have you guys seen any Archerite? We're looking for Archerite. And surprisingly, Archer and T'Pol are hiding in a little corner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he says... Tran says he's from the Andorian Mining Consortium, 
He says, hey, we're looking for Archeride. Is that moon you guys going to blow up? Does that have Archeride on it? Because that would be a real big loss for you guys. We'd pay some money for that. We would. That's right. The, none of them filthy Vulcans and humans are going to... I mean... <laughs> I mean... We need that... Yeah, um, um, what? All right. Is well, it there? Yeah. <laughs> Dad's going to have us cut this transmission here in a second, so... No big. Dad's whispering from... He can hear him over here. Yeah. <laughs> cut it out. Tell him you're looking for Archer, right? Yeah. Ask him about the weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Ask him about the weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of the sector now. Apart. Apart. Yeah, leave. We have to leave right now. <laughs> do a scan real quick, though, first. Yeah, slowly scan him. Do do a <clears throat> do a scan. <laughs> He's like coughing, yeah, so they can hear him off screen. <laughs> so they the scan him. The Andorians scan him. They get a little scan in, and uh, they they turn tail and they leave, but not too quickly because the Andorian mining consortium runs from no one. No one. Blah. Um. Meanwhile, back on board <laughs> the Enterprise, uh, Lieutenant, I believe, Talar Teles. Talus? Talus. Lieutenant Talus is uh, is really getting on with Reed, and she asks him, mm-hmm. "Hey, what's your what's your family history like?" And he says, uh, "For you know, I got a military military background. family, yes you know, sir, yes sir. You know, my my family was uh, in the Navy and this, that, and the third, and here I am on this ship." And she says, "Boy, your dad must be disappointed in you." He says, yeah, no, I still shoot people. The archer's the explorer, not me. I shoot. We shoot. I shoot. <laughs> well, I kill people. I kill people. That's what I do. You know what? But my dad did always did always want me to honor marrying a, a military woman, too. So even if they're blue. So this might work out, but, you know, I still shoot. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to call him. I shoot. You know, before we can engage in relations. I got to ask my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but this could work out. I also like pineapple. Oh. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> now I remember that. I knew I remembered that because of the way you looked at me. <laughs> That's why. So the Andorians retreat uh, to a to a safe distance with the Enterprise, mm-hmm. and they view as this weapon gets deployed. And so th- there's Go also other people viewing the deployment of this weapon mm-hmm. and it's that council of zindi the legion of doom yeah and i'd like to give um you know my impression yes of uh and i want you to guess which one it is okay, okay. this is zach doing a zindi impression yeah. <laughs> dude that's perfect which basically <laughs> which basically is like fire the weapon already because mm-hmm. we've been waiting yeah the larvae is getting cold. We need to go back and heat them with our bodies. <laughs> My question is, so in order to be a part of this society, how many fucking languages did you have to learn? Right. You had to learn whale, <laughs> ant, reptile, mm-hmm. monkey, and human. <laughs> monkey. They're apes. Yeah, and then you have to go to the, the, each different planets. One of them lives in a giant anthill. <laughs> One of them lives in a giant aquarium. <laughs> One of them lives in a giant... Tree? Tree. <laughs> just a giant tree going around <laughs> like a sun, just like tumbling. Um, 
the the weapon gets tested and uh, it doesn't go too hot it it blows up the yeah. moon but it doesn't it's enough it damage but it, it's no death star that's and for sure it sure, certainly is not and the yeah. legion of doom are displeased whoa you know what death death star's a good name how mm-hmm. come they didn't name it that i mean because basically it's like the size of a planet that destroys mm-hmm. planets it's like a death moon yeah you know take that that's in that's an interesting name i wonder why they didn't call it that i don't know george lucas oh i know him i know him Good guy. he's he's the he's the father of curious george what <laughs> um meanwhile meanwhile back on board enterprise after the test has been done dad devises a plan to go in and, and steal that weapon and bring it back to Earth. <clears throat> That's right. And Trans says, no, 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 you can't do that. No. Right, you don't have... No. No. <laughs> You're not fast enough and you don't have the plate proper plating. You are not blue enough. What we will do is we will go in and we will get, grab this thing. And that's the moment where you go, you shady blue skin motherfucker. I knew you was up to something. Yeah. But dad, before that gets, before dad gets to that point, he says, what are we supposed to do? Just cheer you on? Dad's like, no cheerleader. No, he's peeved. He wants to go in there, yeah. guns blazing, and be the hero. <laughs> Dad's a quarterback. <laughs> All right. Or at the very least, wide receiver. So you got to throw him the ball. You know, he's a diva like a like a Keyshawn or, you know, mm-hmm. Randy Moss. He's got to be center of and, attention, I mean. Yeah, no, totally. And, yeah. uh, you know, in, in, he yeah, wants he'll to call lay, the shots. He'll, he'll, yeah, you know, but yeah, exactly. He wants to call the play. So, you know, he's over there audibling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he gives him an Omaha. <laughs> he puts a little card over his face, <laughs> talks to his quarterback. That's what dad does. That's what dad does. They, Tran says, okay, well, we can't do that, but how about you come with us? Dad says, okay, that's good. On board the Andorian ship, they head over towards the weapon, and they pick up the weapon, and there's a little bit of a kind of a animosity between the Andorians and dad because dad's giving orders. Mm-hmm. Enterprise runs a strafing uh, mission, distracts the Zindi, yeah. and the Andorians are able to successfully steal the weapon, and they head out of the sector, and dad says, all right, great, so we'll transfer this over to Enterprise now, and, and Tran says, not so fast, pink skin. And then dad goes... You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. And he punches Tran in the face. And he says, yeah. you've had that coming for a long time. Is he Batman too? Yeah. <laughs> no, he says something that, to that, that effect. That's, he, that's what we need to see, actually. We do. Not this Robert Pattinson, Ben Affleck shit. Is Robert Pattinson the new Batman? Yes, he is. Oh, my God. Um, So I, I'd like to talk about this strafing run real quick, if we don't mind. Dude, Scott Bakula as Batman, that would be awesome. Watch the shit out of that. That would be awesome. Um, Whoa, shit's going hyphy in the living room with the dogs. Um, uh, What did I want to say? What the fuck did I just say? Oh, great, the neighbor's drumming now, too, as it all starts at once. Um, Strafing run. Oh, strafing strafing runs. Okay, so... Why is it in every show, mm-hmm. why is there always a decoy strafing run and then a sneak in from behind? Mm-hmm. I've been balls deep in the Battlestar Galactica, mm-hmm. and every time they're like, I know how we're going to get that ship. We're going to send in people in the front, and they're going to be decoys. And then, 
And then we're going to send all of the fleet behind him to destroy the ship. Mm -hmm. At this point, don't you think someone on the other team is going to be like, it's probably going to be a decoy. We should all just hold back. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Let them come close. We'll obliterate them here on our home turf. That should be like page three on the How to Fly a Starship handbook. <laughs> Expect decoys. Yeah, no, seriously. Seriously. That's a good point. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's, it's al it always works. It always <laughs> works. It never doesn't work. Maybe we'll come around the planet. Mm -hmm. They're never going to know. <laughs> That's another one. <sighs> come around the planet. Well, hide behind that moon. Just hide behind the asteroid. Um, look for asteroids. It's always a decoy. For look for moons. And do not, seek whatever you, whatever, yeah, whatever you do, do not seek the treasure and do not engage with that first guy that comes out guns blazing. No, no. Dad, uh, Shran says, take this pink skin away. He, he says, we're going to space you, kid. We're going to put you in an escape pod. <laughs> but don't worry, we'll tell Enterprise where you're look, going. Look, we care still. I care. Trend yeah. cares. Oh, there's something we forgot. I forgot to mention, or we forgot to mention, is uh, you know, as good-hearted as Shran has been, he's really working for the Imperial Guard. No, and, and they're trying to steal the weapon to take back to use against the Vulcans. Yeah, but ulterior motive alert. Dad doesn't know that until now. This basically gets revealed, and mm -hmm. so they they send Dad out into an escape pod. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Go ahead. Maybe oh, the Andorian something. that uh, Shran's talking to, mm -hmm. clearly blind. Yes. <laughs> Looking up into the right as he's talking to Saran. <laughs> that's a good point. Because, look, if that's where his camera is, mm -hmm. it still should be perceived dead center and looking at him in the camera that's, that's coming so out funny. to him. I noticed, I was like, why is he not looking at Saran? <laughs> <laughs> Either that or like he has his his screen set up here and his webcam down here, you know? Yeah. Alright. They they space dad, they send him out in an escape pod, which You're all it, about the spacing. I love it. It's the greatest thing ever. When they finally put a name to it, I just think it's a hilarious way to kill somebody. Is to space him. You'd love the expanse. I'll have to watch that too. Yeah, after BSG. Yes. They <laughs> Enterprise picks up the escape pod <clears throat> and they they grab dad and dad says pursue those Andorians. <laughs> they pursue the Andorians and they get within visual range and uh they have the they have an old-fashioned uh battle of who narrows their eyes better. Oh. Did you notice that? <laughs> Dad says, give us the weapon, and Trent says, no. And Dad says, we can activate it and blow it up. And Trent goes, I don't believe you. Well, your eyes are almost closed. Yeah. That must mean you're serious. And Dad goes, watch me. <laughs> and then and then he uh, makes Travis declothe. <laughs> yes, he does. Inappropriately, I might add. Very inappropriately. In the midst of uh, Travis's declothing, uh, Dad activates the the Zindi weapon, and they say, "Oh my God, he's serious!" And they eject the Zindi weapon. They don't quite make it out in time. The Andorians, so they get fucked up, and they have to make it back to their planet on half impulse speed. They they limp their way down, and then you know the episode ends mm -hmm. with what appears to be a subspace 
message, you communique. know? Communique. Communique. And Shren the man always loved the pink skin a little too much. Mm-hmm. And sends him all the details to send back to Starfleet. Because he cares. He cares. Something tells me that this relationship with T'Pol and Shran and, and, and Archer is going to lead to some sort of, like, coalescing of their world. Some sort of alliance. But, like, better than an alliance. Like a confederation. Some kind of confederation yeah. of, of people of different worlds of spacefaring societies. United. United. Yeah, like all their different planets united in some sort of confederation. I see that. I can. Yeah, I see that. I and, can see that coming. Yeah, and I feel like the only person who is going to be able to tie all of that together, and the reason why Daniels thinks you're too important for the future of this, that, you know, so it's got to be Dad who somehow, somehow starts this interplanetary confederation of, you know, peoples. Mm hmm. That's what I think. I don't know, though. And we'll leave you with that. We you will. Can, you can email us at thesarcompanion at gmail.com. You can send us a dollar or three or 20. 20. However much you want. No limit. Unlimited. But just know that after a certain point, it gets taxable. So don't send us like a couple million dollars. Do it in small, discreet payments. Yeah, and I, think it, I think the gift tax is like $18,000 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we have an offshore bank account for for large donations, mm -hmm. and so if you'd like to make over a million dollar donation, just email us at thesarcompanion at gmail .com. Otherwise, smaller donations go to patreon.com. Yeah, which we um, personally, I think the top level is twenty five dollars. Um, the rest of the other levels are jokes. Mm -hmm. But you know, if you feel like you want to be a part of the Q continuum, fucking why not? Why not? Um. You can follow us on any major podcasting platform and mm -hmm. continue listening on the one that you enjoy the most mm -hmm. or switch, whatever. Yeah. And in Coronagate 2020, <laughs> we will definitely be coming at you hot with more episodes than normal. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.